Welcome back to Slang in the Biscuit. This is episode number 56. And I know I got that right because I just forgot to start rolling my audio, and now I am, and now I know it's right. Anywho, we're starting this podcast with a nice little pre-workout on my end and coffee on Trav's end. We're getting caffeinated on both sides of the sword, the, du- the double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. You know how last episode we talked about how you take people out for coffee? You're a little one-on-one yep. coffee guy. What if I started taking people out to get to know them via pre-workouts? I mean, the, the whole concept is just having a beverage of choice and having a great conversation. I'll, I'll let you know this. Uh, it is, was it today, Monday? So yesterday was Easter. My woman took me uh, to her family Easter dinner, and there was like everybody and, and their dog. There was like 30 people there. Yeah. I confirmed. I can bullshit with anybody about anything. I was talking to like Pastor Adams about like my career choices and, you know, coming out of school that they have like a, you know, a family pastor. And then I was talking to uh, her uncle about taxes. He's an accountant. He was telling me, you know, some tax tricks. And I, I could, I could sling BS. I can sling the biscuit with the best of them. From all sides, all angles. Doing. You can talk mm-hmm. politics from both sides. No one will ever know which one you're on. You're a Biden guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Joe's great. <laughs> oh, you, no, you're, you're a Trump guy. Trump yep. 2024. <laughs> I can be. I can be. Dude, I haven't met nobody in my girlfriend's family yet. Except nope. there, when I do, her cousin, his name is Bill Cass, played hockey at BC. Small world. My dad coached him as a kid. Isn't that, isn't that a unique little thing? Yeah. So I have a nice little hockey guy to go talk to at her family parties for when I'm feeling awkward. We go over and be like like fellow hockey guy and just start talking, talking puck, little talk, locker room talk, you know? You're talking like Aunt Debbie. She's asking you, Patrick, what have you been up to lately? And then you kind of like, you know, you BS or give her the bums rush. Then you go talk to old Bill. See Eichel's goal last night? Dude, <laughs> nasty. Pucks in deep. Unreal. Absolute <laughs> dust bite. We, we, dust. All, we both just re, like automatically click on our hockey voice again. You're like, hey, bud. <laughs> What's up, bud? Did you ri- did you catch eyes on the hockey game last night? Ovi was uh, ripping forty seven. Have you seen that uh, that viral uh, TikTok or reel of the the Gary V impression guy doing like the hockey impressions, the hockeyisms? I don't know about the Gary V guy, but he's like I- he's like three hundred pounds. He's a huge, huge dude. He does impressions of everything, but he does this hockey one where he has like this oversized sweater. And he's like, yeah, uh, boys, what's up? Hold on, I got it. I, his, yes. name? his his name is like Nima Naz. Yeah, he's like a brown dude. He's a brown dude. Yeah, he does, yeah. a, he does dude. amazing impressions of everything. It's hilarious. I actually followed his friend last night too. They had this video. I'll send it to you after if you want. But it says hockey yeah, sure. player is the night after a rager. Cardsy buddy. What are we doing later though? Uh, well, it's Sarah's birthday today, so. Oh yeah? Who's Sarah? She's the one with the Corvette. Oh right, yeah. No, she's a Rock. Yeah, she's a dime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at least a time. Well, yo, you wouldn't mind if I took some of the Sunny D from the fridge, would you? Oh, no, yeah, no. Help yourself, bro. Yeah. All right. You're yeah. a beauty, buddy. I got you, pal. You know what it brought me back to? I don't know if you felt the same way. Like, remember, like, when hockey Twitter was first taken off, like, say, 2011, 2012, and everything was really natural. It was organic. It wasn't all this, like, like what it is today. That's what it brought me back to because there were so many, like, hockey meme accounts and hockey Twitter, and, like, so much good stuff. And uh, just wrapping back to that, it was good. Like the hockeyisms, the yo, grandma, you beauties, toss me the ketchup, you gem. Thanks. Pucks said, in deep, boys. You said something like, uh, like, oh, like, do you find that to be a struggle, by the way? Like, Wait, you're trying hockey- not to be a D bag? 
No, 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 no. <laughs> that is a struggle. <laughs> yes, dude, seriously. No. I mean, for like uh, with girls, hockey players have the stereotype of being a douchebag. So I actually, one time I vividly remember I was Snapchatting some girl and I was definitely like under the influence of just alcohol, nothing crazy. I don't know why I said under the influence. I was drinking, I was drunk. And I said like, oh, you're cute, you know? whether I meant it or not is to be seen. Like I'm a douchebag. Right. And then she said like, Oh, you're actually not like a douchebag. Like I thought you were like, I'm like, why did you think I was going to be a douchebag? She's like, Oh, you know, you're like a hockey player and all that shit. And I'm like, well, okay. Apparently it's, it's a thing. So, you know, you know, what's worse than hockey players is football players. I think there's like football players. If you're watching the video version, welcome. <laughs> but, uh, the, there's football players right about here, right about like my eyebrows. By the way, my, my woman did my eyebrows the other day. They look nice. You like them? Yeah, they look fantastic. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, uh, football <laughs> players right about here, hockey players, basketball players, the rest. It, it is, it is, it, it is bad. And, and you and I both have been in how many hockey locker rooms over our, what twenty years of playing hockey? Like I'm, I'm sure you've heard and seen some, you know, bad things and like met some really bad dudes. It's like that is why we get the reputation we do because you do those types of things. You say these types yeah. of things. Like, you, you know, maybe um, they're different, and maybe uh, you know, you and I are a little bit different. But for me, like, like I've said before, I love making people feel good, and and like I'm not talking like buttering them up and like BSing them like at you know my my, my woman's family dinner on Sunday, mm-hmm. but like just making people feel good, feel comfortable, like. There's some good good vibes, some good energy, some giver. nice feelings. You're yeah. a giver. You go down on girls for a wicked long time. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy. That's uh, not what I'm talking about. No, 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 no. But I do, dude, as from experience and stories, when it comes to, we'll just keep it as like douchiness. I've heard much worse stories about athletes from other sports, say even at UMaine, just like in college, in like other colleges. Much worse stories about other athletes from other sports than from hockey. Hockey players might be douchey, but they're not. Uh, they're not like consistently. Like, they're not like. Um, they're not doing like harmful things. I guess I should say. I'll just leave it at that. For the for the most part, for the most there, part, of course, there are some. There's like there's assholes yeah. and bad people and of all kind, but for the most part, that's I've heard it from other sports, not hockey. Well, hey, sense. what do you say we uh, we turn the page and we flip things to a little bit more positive? Let's let's do some viewers of the week, people yes, that uh, are awesome, make our podcast what it is. Um, so, confirming, you did bring some viewers of the week this week. I did definitely, definitely one. I'll start it off, and then you yeah, list yeah. a few. His name is Peter. He said, "Just letting you know, I don't know if he DM'd you or two, but he said, just letting you know, I am viewer of the week for podcast number fifty six. Don't got to do any bullshit homework digging for someone. I'm your guy. Have a good week, Pat. And he sent a selfie that cle- like disappeared, but it was of his up-close face. And he has a beautiful chin. Shout out to Peter. Call me Heatley15. Oh, that that's DoorDash Pete. That's DoorDash Pete. This is DoorDash Door Pete? Pete? That's DoorDash Pete. God bless him. I didn't know this was DoorDash Pete. He just got, he just got Viewer of the Week again, just like that? Well, here's the thing. He sent me a personal message, long wow. message. He gave you the, the runaround. He gave you the, the short version. That's okay. He probably thought you were going to forget like you always do. But that's you got, you got somebody for the viewers of the week, which is awesome. Shout out DoorDash Pete. Um, DoorDash Pete I've is our original repeats. viewer of the week. I've only had repeats. Oh, that's okay. 
Um, so a friend of reminder, if you're on the YouTube video version, you're on uh, Apple, Spotify, you want to be viewer of the week, simple. You leave a comment on the YouTube video version, you send me a DM, Trav, want to be viewer of the week, we'll pencil you in, simple as that. Uh, and we actually have a few because we've had about two weeks since we've recorded anything. Uh, we got Levi Miller, said I've been a day one listener, and uh, my 10-year-old has been following Trav's journey, helps show kids uh, if you work hard, there's more than one path to hockey. What it is, who knows, but shout out to you, Levi. Uh, we got Carter, said he goes by Moose. He says, can I be viewer of the week? Absolutely, you can, because he turns the podcast on at night, every night before he goes to bed. We have Arrington, we have Dylan F., DoorDash Pete, Jack Weiss, which we'll get to in a second, Johnny B., <laughs> listens all the time, Zach Barry, heard the Wallstead episode, he found the Wallstead episode, and said, well, this is not a bad podcast, listens all the time mm. now. That's Dean from sweet. Edmonton said he wants a trademark question for all guests. I said that we should ask the question. We should. If you're... If your Uncle Jack was stuck on a horse, would you help your Uncle Jack off a horse? That would be great. It would break the ice for all of our future guests because we've had some good guests. We have some hot guests coming the, up lately. I would. The only problem with it is that hockey players, they're terrified of being real. So if you say like an inappropriate question like that, they'll freeze. Here's the thing. Okay. We're going to ask it right out of the gate. So let's say we get <laughs> no. Garrett Sparks. We get a Hugh oh. Allenfeld, all these kind of guys. We ask it out of the gate. And if they get awkward, they don't want to answer the question. You know what? We're just going to move on. <laughs> Hello, we're going to get dude, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. You just let me. You go. We start the podcast and I go, hey, we like to, to break the ice to the question. Would you jack off your Uncle Jack and his horse? And then no, just no, leave no, it. No, 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 you worded it wrong. <laughs> no, I know. I know. That's, but like, I'll pretend like I'm, I think it's right. And they'll be like, what? And be like, no, wait, Pat. Sorry, Pat does that. He's stupid. And then you say the right version. They'll probably that leave. Works. They'll probably leave. Le- leave a comment on the YouTube version. Do you like that as an ice-breaking question for all of our future guests? My dad would probably hate it. That's okay. Love you, Dad. Got to call him after the podcast, by the way. I have, um, I have another viewer, by the way. Did you name no, all you yours? Do? No, I got, I got a couple more. All right, rip through yours. Uh, we got Will P. He says, uh, Everblades over the Mariners. He thought uh, Florida was playing Maine in the playoffs this week. That was a wrong idiot. matchup. We have On the Res. Wants to be viewer of the week. Penciled you in. Uh, also, we have uh, Liam Reed. I wanted to boil over this one real quick. So um, uh, people, uh, they, they're entitled to their two cents online, right? Like everybody has an opinion. And they, they see what they see. But agree or disagree, when somebody is older than you, they played at a higher level than you, whether you like them or not, there's something that you could learn from them, and there should be like a mutual respect. Like I respect you. You respect me. And uh, Liam Reed, he, uh, I think he's about 15, 16, he was messaging me, and he was telling me, like, like Trav, you're an ACHA Div 3 goalie at best. If that, you wouldn't even be ACHA Div 3. You'd never played college hockey. You suck. And then I'm, 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 I try to be very nice to people when they message this because I like to win them over. I like to kill them with kindness. Of course. And I said to him, I said, okay, well, I played Canadian college, which at that level is – we all felt at the time was somewhere in between an ACHA D1 and an NCAA D3. It's in, in between because you have some teams that are better, some teams that suck, somewhere in between. And I said, you're 16 years old. You're just picking up the game. Why not, why not have a little bit of respect? Maybe we could build something here. And he wasn't having anything to do with it. So I, I was just curious your take on, on that real quick before we uh, cap off well, our viewers of the week. I just see that as a narrow-minded kid. Like... I mean, I think back to things I did when I was like in high school that I said that I'm like, yeah, I was kind of an idiot for saying that. I never was talking shit to people on the internet like that. I think it's just simply him not understanding. Like he's 15, you said? Uh, I think he's 15, 16, <clears throat> I, from what I recall. I didn't pencil it down, but I think that's yeah. what he was. I mean, he might never grow. He might be that idiot 
23 year old who's still doing it you know being a dope but i i agree i think when you you see someone who you can't talk shit about someone my dad actually always used to say this to me because of course like you like father son you like talk crap to each other here and there and you're like yeah and i'll be like oh dad you weren't that good at hockey blah 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 like but he, my dad played d1 bc and like a little bit pro before calling it quits and he would always say like can't talk shit until you do better than me until you make it further than me which is a valid point for say any kid in high school talking shit to you or me it's like okay you're, that's fine you know i'm not the best player in the world but you can't really talk shit until you surpass what i've done or like what you've done you know what i mean so there has to be a level of respect until like until you you prove yourself you know or just seeing that someone is doing something successful i personally agree that yeah there should be a level of respect i found that like of all the because obviously i'm more involved in the goalie community than the hockey community but like i I talk to high level goalies on i like to think a daily basis they exchange messages how's things going just all that kind of stuff and there's always a mutual respect like there's not i'm not trying to coach an shl goalie an shl goalie isn't trying to coach me like we're just there's a mutual respect and you know we both play hockey and we're just trying to get along everybody's trying to get along on the same pond everybody can eat you know there's more than enough. yeah 100 percent. so uh that is that you have one final viewer of the week yes his yes. name is Nico Martinez. Ooh, he is a he goes to St. Paul. I don't know if that's the prep school or he's from St. Paul, Minnesota. It could be St. Paul, Minnesota. But he's a loyal follower of mine, always comments on all my YouTube videos and that includes the comedy sketches. He's a loyal God follower. Bless. Nico, shout out to you. Viewer of the week. Good man. Uh, you want to roll into the uh, Bauer Hockey's for Everybody thing? Yeah, let's roll it. Okay, so I have a little bit of a hot topic, hot take, and I'm curious what people think. Um, this is going to come across as either very controversial or nail on the head, okay? So every hockey company, they love their marketing campaigns. They, they love having some slogan, some type of something to get behind to sell their latest and greatest product. And a couple, I'd say a couple of weeks ago, maybe even like two months ago, I saw Bauer had in their latest hockey's for everybody campaign. There was, uh, there's a player in the East coast. He might be in the American league by now, but I know for sure he was in the East coast at this point in time. Uh, he's, he's a black guy, black guy playing the East coast. And they had him being the face, uh, for this hockey's for everybody campaign. And rightfully so, the racism, all this kind of stuff, we don't want it in hockey or anywhere in life, to be honest with you. Like, there's not really a place anywhere in this world for it. Um, they used him as, as the, the shtick for the marketing campaign, saying, hey, this is so-and-so. Growing up, he was a, you know, a child of a single mother uh, in a, you know, a poor black family growing up in somewhere in middle of America, I believe. And he could never afford the equipment. Uh, somehow got through. Now he's playing on the East Coast. You can do it, too. This is why he chooses Bauer. And, and a light bulb went off in my head. Okay, so you have this guy who was just struggling to get by. According to the story, I'll take it at face value, but the parent or the mother was struggling, single mom. And so he's struggling to afford the equipment and to play hockey. He somehow made it through. And now you're going to use him to market that same overpriced equipment that's $2,000 skates, $500, $400 sticks to other black minority people who maybe a single mom, single dad can't afford it. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, you're absolutely the, the whole, right. Like this whole shtick of hockey's for everybody. You're right. Hockey should be for everybody, but it's not. It is, in my opinion, correct me if I'm wrong. Hockey is a rich, white, entitled sport 
for rich white kids because their parents make a quarter million dollars a year. They drive a Range Rover. They have all this extra money. If you don't have that kind of income, you can't play hockey. Like, I don't know about you. For me, when I'm on the ice, I think I carry about $9,000 of goal equipment at any moment in time between sticks, skates, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Let alone the hockey fees, the travel fees. When I play AAA hockey, uh, this is like 10 years ago. I know I'm dating myself. I believe the fee from my mom and dad was... Forty five hundred, it might have been five thousand dollars Canadian. Somebody told me a couple weeks ago the fee has gone up to about nine thousand, almost ten thousand dollars for one year, six months of travel triple A hockey. So practices, ice time, all that kind of stuff. Then you gotta buy the gear. You have to pay to train with somebody. You can't just sit around and play video games all day. You have to work out, you have to train over the summer. Like we're looking Am I wrong to say hockey costs to actually be decent about thirty to forty thousand dollars a year? Is that is that wrong? Sadly, no. I think you're right. I, I agree with actually like with your with your saying about like that's kind of Bowers just kind of contradicting themselves in a way. It's like you they're yeah, they're using someone who struggled growing up and is playing hockey, which is awesome. It's like, you know, from their part, yeah, they're using that person, but it's like smart marketing, right? But they are contradicting themselves hundred percent because they're marketing their overpriced equipment. Which yes, nowadays it's like Hold on, let me let the train pass. <laughs> <laughs> the Amtrak rolled by, so <laughs> carry on. Yeah, hey, there's probably so, some skates on that train. Yeah. Yeah, dude, sadly, that's the way it is now. It's like hockey, you have to almost come from a wealthy family. Like I was, I, I'm sure, I'm sure I just lifted my leg up. I'm clearly not wearing pants. It, it just went that's into okay. the camera. My apologies, guys. I didn't mean to show you that much thigh. But uh, I was, you know, kind of grateful. Like I didn't come from a wealthy family it was very very middle class but i was grateful because my my dad would coach actually at one point he was coaching mine and my two brothers teams three youth teams while working two jobs would go to the rink three hour sessions run each practice go to the weekend whether it was like a lot of times we would not play at the same rink like my brother would be say in top gun and then i would be in foxborough for a home game he'd drive back like so I was grateful because him doing that allowed us to, let's just say, get a discount playing. So we weren't paying for that, uh, like, stupid price, like, would probably in the thousands, for, like, just to play youth hockey, which is absurd because that's, like, the reality. If you want to play at, like, a high-level youth hockey, you have to pay that. And then on top of the equipment, like, if you want to use top equipment, you kind of have to be from a wealthy family because – Skates an hour, thousand dollars, over a thousand dollars, like pads. And, if and also goalie, too, like sure. I'm not saying you have to use that top equipment, but like if you want to no. play NCAA, if you want to play in the OHL, the Western League, the stuff like that, like you can't be using fifty dollars sticks and like a hundred dollars skates. You need good stuff, right? No, it, it's it's true. And like for me, I dude, I, I would use the lower, like branded like skates. I used the Bauer 19s for years, and all my teammates would have the top you know, whatever the time was, like the top skate at the time was, I used wooden sticks until I was 13. Like it was just, just balling on a budget. But like, and then by the time you get to, you know, like college, you're able to get the free equipment, but it's like, yeah, you kind of are, if you're not using good equipment, you kind of are at a disadvantage in a way. Cause it's like, you perform better in the top line equipment. And based off of like experience, my teammates in college pro like a lot of them 
like the majority of them probably do come from like wealthier families that's just the reality like there's your occasional guy who's like the odd man who comes from the middle class or like maybe even like a lesser like class of family and that's just the way it is probably just because of how much it costs to play well definitely that well and also like you think of like how many like let's say like right now like the birth year of 2002 or jesus christ 2022 how many kids let's say just in the city of winnipeg where i'm from are going to play hockey and then of those how do you stay on top well yeah. top-notch training top-notch workouts top-notch equipment like you have like it's almost like if you don't spend that money you you have no chance in the beginning like with such competition like they say yeah. hockey's for everybody hockey's not for everybody it's it's such a crock of shit yeah a lot of cases that's that's true and which i think shitty. too like this one player i can't remember the guy's name I, I wish i could remember the guy's name off the top of my head but he probably got the offer from bauer hey we'll stroke you a check for however many dollars i'm assuming or maybe we'll make you an athlete they get the five thousand dollar a month lululemon shopping spree and then the unlimited gear whenever you want the guy's like this is awesome this is bauer this is the biggest hockey company in the world meanwhile the person that he was as a kid like that same kid today in 2022 he is basically bending them over because when they cut him that check and they give him that $5,000 a month Lululemon gift card and all the unlimited gear, who's paying for it? The guy right. in the middle class that can afford the $2,000 skates. That's where your money's going. It's such a, it's such a scam. It's Maybe not even a scam, but yeah, it's ass backwards completely. Completely. 100%. I agree. That's part of probably part of, like we've said before, of why the NHL and hockey in general is just not as popular of a sport. It's kind of... Well, and I mean, we could, we got into it many times before, but well, yeah, you need ice. You need to pay for ice somehow. And when it's, I don't know what it is in your neck of the woods, but in Montreal, $500, $600 an hour for ice. Winnipeg is like $250, $300 an hour. Like, how how do you afford that? You got to skate three, four days a week. Yeah. How are you going to afford a dish of that kind of money? Now, I'm not saying book your own individual sessions, but Jesus, like, it's tough. It is definitely tough. Yeah. Um, Speaking speaking of, of things that are, expensive but worth it actually they're not really actually that expensive no is, uh, they're not expensive because you get a discount we get your smoking deal the folks at manscaped.com they have the lawnmower 4.0 which pat has also um i would like to prove something to you i you can't see it maybe on the video version have uh trimmed up my arms you see Ooh. you see this you see this yeah show the camera this? show the camera That's also well also my my legs and now the reason why i trim my legs up is oh. i'm going to see my acupuncture guy tomorrow he's the little chinese dude who does an amazing job with all my body problems yeah. and uh, he always grills me he's like he's like you're too hairy you got too much hair on your legs you gotta get rid of the hair so i said you know what i'm gonna trim the hair on my legs so you can suction cup or put all the cupping on my legs you can you know all that stuff and i'm feeling yeah. great and you can too with a lawnmower also we have uh the brand new Manscaped chapstick. The stuff's awesome. Yes, I actually have some of that right here too. I'm gonna put mm-hmm. it on. We have. I'm gonna unbox it using live it. Rate. Yeah, I'm gonna unbox it for you live right here. We have the Manscaped. We'll hear that bubble wrap. Ready to smoke, dude. Have you seen the Have you seen the body spray too? Manscaped mm-hmm. body well, spray. Just a little the body wash, so you can wash yourself and not smell bad. I smell amazing. Little. Ooh, I smell like a like a man manscaped that's this is a smell this is a smell that that will get you laid and i and i mean that you go out in public smelling smelling like like a manscaped they'll know you you're fresh they know you take care of yourself i'm telling you man you don't want to be that guy out in public with the bo and you all know your friends are like yo you've been near like been near gym that guy smells and you're like yeah 
And then if you, you go, you see him near a girl, of course. See yeah, this? yeah, the deodorant. I'm, deodor- I'm deodorizing right now. I, I didn't even deodorize. Trav after doesn't I went smell. To the gym today. He, he did smell, but now he doesn't. <laughs> but two minutes ago, I did probably. Yeah, he light. used to smell in the past. Now I smell great. When I first met you, you smelled. But now you start using Manscaped. Now you don't smell. Even through the Skype call, you could smell me. Yeah. But you can smell great as well. Listen, if you're on the video version, you go to the link in the description. You can use the promo code BISCUIT, B-I-Z-K-I-T, manscaped.com. We're going to get you 20% off free shipping worldwide yeah. on the house. You can patch Shea ships at all orders Shh. out the door. If you're on Spotify, you're on Apple. In the uh, video power on the podcast notes, Apple, Spotify, we got a link for you down there. Use the code Biscuit. We appreciate your support. Manscaped makes this podcast possible. We've been we've been going for a year, Hell mostly yeah. because of Manscaped. So appreciate Manscaped. shout out to them and uh, big yeah, shouts. God bless. And we're back. These commercial breaks, I'm telling you, they get better and better. Like a we fine wine back. every week. Back in the New back York, in the New York groove. Bump, bump, bump. I'm so, back as. <laughs> Was that, was, that, was that too much? <laughs> no, no, I was dancing with you. <laughs> oh, oh, you want me to but, keep going? Yeah, I'm no, back. no. But if oh, like bump, if I was bump. dancing like this at the bar, I would look weird. But I don't look weird because of how good I smell because of Manscaped. But also, side note, when you were gone, I remembered the viewer of the week. And then I remembered thinking, oh, yeah, we had a troll. And I thought this was a fun story. I, I called out the troll. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you... <laughs> For those, what are you chuckling at? I I just like in, in my world, I'm so used to these kind of people. Like they, they like try to tear you down. They want to knock you for anything. And like like this happens to me every single day. And and you roasted a troll one time, and it's like it's like the greatest no, thing no, ever. No, which no, uh, I'm stoked no, no. for you, but like it's not it's not that I roasted the troll because like like I like I do get not as many trolls as you, but I do get trolls. But it was the fact that we knew who he was and caught him, mm-hmm. which made it like satisfying. You know, yeah. So basically, the you want me to tell the story? Yeah, you could you could prep it. Okay, so we got this uh, one of many people that like to chirp me online. He's always leaving comments every single time I post him. He's leaving a negative comment, so always something condescending, something negative, something not spreading positivity. And uh, he has burner's account that he, burner accounts that he does this to. Messages me nonstop all the time. And uh, I, I blocked him the other day, and then I, I picked the option. It was like block any associated accounts because I was just like, you know, this is a little bit much, and also. Uh, if I block him, then I unblock him. He's going to come up with a vengeance the next day, and it's going to help the algorithm. More comments, revolutions, right? This is what we want. So I tell Pat about this, and then Pat goes after me. He's like, hey, uh, you're not commenting on your burner. Told this kid, you know, whatever. And uh, Troll went back into his hole. He said, no, man, I, I, I wasn't. That's not me. I wasn't doing that. And then deleted all of his comments, and like, uh, there we go. We flushed the little troll out of the it was the guilty. Hole. He was guilty. He, he, was, was he tried guilty. to lie, and then I said, your accounts were linked. Instagram pretty much let us know, and he backed off fast. I just thought it was yeah. funny because he got caught, and he was guilty. It's rare that you like you can actually get the troll on their real account, and then for them to like almost admit it, because like, they, they got backed into a corner, so... It's mm-hmm. fun. But anyways, we appreciate all the trolls, you know, the people, especially the people that we know that are on troll accounts talking shit to us that like we we know and see. Those are the best. Let me say this. Whether you listen every week because you actually enjoy the the podcast, you want to converse with us and we appreciate you. God bless. Or you like to have someone to laugh about, you make fun of us with your friends. Thank you as well. Because we're going to win you over one day. You, you right. might make fun of Pat and I for the next 18 months and tell your friends this podcast sucks. 
I hate these guys. But we're going to win you over. We're going to win you over kindness, and we're going to win you over eventually. It might take some time, yes. but we're going to get there. And in the words of uh, John Bon Jovi, whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa. We're living, we're living on a prayer. On a prayer. Oh, we're living on a prayer. Uh, bless, bless you. He lives on a prayer because he sneezes a lot, and people bless him often. <laughs> That is his. Uh, that's his lifestyle. Yeah. Speaking of lifestyles, um, we can't talk about your uh, playoff situation, right? We're gonna leave that. Yeah. Well, we can talk about how we just clinched. Um, okay. Well, we could say like, I don't know. It's iffy now. I because I can. What you want me? To, we we well, can. There's a rumor mill. I uh, I subscribe to a news feed, and apparently there's this guy with the last name Shea. Now there could be multiple Shays in the cheeser in the East Coast, but one of the Shays has an ankle injury. Uh, there was a couple weeks, a couple weeks back now. Like, yeah, like a couple weeks back now. There was. Is this I, you I, or the other Shay? It's it's a Shay. You know. Okay. There was a couple okay. weeks okay. back where there was a uh, there was an injury. And uh, yes, uh, there was a, there was it was ankle sprain um, against against Worcester. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a painful little painful nagging one as you as you might hear or if you've experienced from uh, from from ankles. But yeah, just just briefly for those who are wondering where where I was, that's. That's or where, where the Shea guy was. Don't, yeah, don't yeah, the Shea guy, but... where, where he was. That's, that's, that's what's been going on. Yeah, the injury um, is kind of like, uh, like kidney stones. Just, it's, it's annoying, but you have to take care of it when you have to. Speaking of, of which, uh, my, my dinner on the airplane, sorry to switch topics so fast, <laughs> but uh, the bread rolls I got on the airplane the other night, I literally have had softer kidney stones than that bread roll. I'm not kidding. Oof. It was, and, yeah. and it also reminded me, do you, you want to go through the, the airline thing right now? No, yeah, we're on. Might as well. Anyway. Bang, bang it. So remember last week or two weeks ago, you grilled me with Matt Murray how I bang out like 6,000 calories in airline food. Remember that? Remember that? Yes, that was a strange thing that you do. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself uh, in the airport, I was like, why do I do that? <laughs> why am I me? I, I, I was generally thinking that. And <laughs> I remembered the other day. So I flew home. Obviously, as you can tell in the background, this is not Sweden. This is at my girlfriend's apartment and we're moving into a new place next week. It's exciting. But I had to come home to Back. do so. Now, I flew from Gothenburg, Sweden, to Amsterdam in the Netherlands, to Calgary, Alberta, Alberta, and home to Winnipeg. In the Sweden airports, everywhere in Sweden, masks not required. In the planes, masks not required. In the Amsterdam airport, masks not required. It is free. It is exhilarating. I breathe fresh air. It's like 2019 all over again. It has been like that for a while in Scandinavia. God bless the greatest area on planet Earth. I'm biased. I don't care. I don't care. That's my opinion. The uh, Amsterdam to Calgary flight. My God. I had to put the diaper back on for nine and a half hours. And within about 10 minutes, it reminded me, oh, this is why I hate flying. I forgot about this. Because I got I got two mask strikes in probably about the first forty five minutes of the flight. I get I get I get this guy. Right? I get this guy who's out there to prove something. Maybe the boss has said something. It's Easter weekend or whatever Easter week, and the guy comes up, sir. Gonna have to ask you to pull up your mask. I had to like blow my nose because like nobody wants to sit in a hot airplane without the air conditioner on with their you know diaper above their face. All right, whatever. Pull it up. Guy walks away. I pull it right back down. Comes back like thirty minutes later, sir. 
If I have to ask you again, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the plane. And I'm like, well, where the hell am I going to get out? It's the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. But I need to get home. I got one more flight. I got to go to Calgary and Winnipeg. I'm going to ask you to leave the plane. (laughs) Yeah, sir. You might get your parachute and get out. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to ask you you to leave. Well, what happens when you leave? Well, you... you, It's on you. You dive out of the plane and the rest is on you. If you die, you die. (laughs) Simple as that. You should have bought traveler's insurance. Hope you can swim, buddy. Uh, (laughs) And fast. Um... (laughs) So it was at this moment in time, I remembered, this is why I ate the 6,000 calories. Because for the rest of these eight hours, seven and a half hours, whatever was left at this point in time, I was burying Coke Zeros, water, mm. and food. Like there was no tomorrow. As, as fat, I, I would drink these Coke Zeros. I'd give you like little like small European-sized cans, and i drink it slowly. Like literally like a half milliliter at a time. Little sip. Hold it. Swish it around my mouth. Next sip, and I would just burn time, burn time, because as long as I have the drink in my hand near my face, and there's something in my mouth, you cannot tell me to put this mask back on. So I just keep doing that, and I keep going, and I keep going. That's true. And then dinner, dinner rolls around. Right. By the way, the dinner was great. It was a, a butter chicken dish, uh, rice, veggies, uh, butter chicken stew it was great. Uh, they came with bread rolls, and the lady comes around, sir, would you like a hot bread roll? I'm like, goddamn rights I would. I will pick this thing apart crumb by crumb, and that'll burn me an extra 20 more minutes of no mask. Yeah, you're right. And she it's puts either, the bun on, on. As you say, it's either you wear a mask or you just overeat and have an insane caloric in, caloric intake. I, I made my decision, and the food is already included in the price of the ticket, so I'm not paying no more money. So she, pans, she puts the bread roll, both of them, on my tray table, and I pick it up. And I literally, I, I'm not kidding you, I could have like whacked somebody with this thing. I've had slap shots softer. Ooh. I've had kidney stones that I've pushed out softer than this bread roll. It was mm-hmm. rock hard. I don't know how. You've talked like a they, lot they about it... kidney stones this episode. Yeah. I just want to ask. You've had kidney stones? No, no, no not <laughs> okay. that bad. I mean, ta- you're talking there's... from experience. You've, it's like something you know, like you know how it feels to have kidney stones. There's sometimes where like I'm peeing and I feel like I have kidney stones, but like nothing comes out. So like maybe maybe I do, maybe I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it you might want to. Uh, and... Yeah, you might yeah. want to get checked for gonorrhea and uh, chlamydia. Oh, yeah, mm. that's okay. <laughs> those aren't kidney stones, buddy. Those are just oh okay. <laughs> yeah, those. Well, <laughs> I have some things to different. look into after this yeah. podcast. No, that's for sure. I actually I did see a billboard, one of those like, electric billboards today that said. Uh, New doctor is now accepting new patients because it's hard to find a family doctor in, in Winnipeg. But uh, right. anyway, as we move forward, I buried two butter chickens. I buried three salads. I, I picked the bread roll. I tried I tried my best to pick something, some of it, and I was just like, I just, I can't, I can't fake it. I can't do this. Uh, I had two little pieces of cheese. I had three Stroop waffles, little uh, Dutch paste or Dutch, Dutch dessert. It's like a waffle with like caramel sauce in between. Incredible. It fantastic. They were giving out lemon meringue pies, little mini mini lemon meringue pies in the plane. Ooh. I buried six of them. Six. Jeez, I don't six. even know what these things are, but they sound intriguing. I want. I want lemon some. meringue pie. Lemon meringue pie. Yes, and then uh, for the the finishing snack, they have a finishing snack on KLM. They were giving out mini margarita pizzas, little, little like pocket size oh, margarita yeah. pizzas. You want me yeah. to actually? I'll Thin I'll crisp. show you right now. Oh yeah, I'm uh, mm. I'm going to show you right now. Just Thin so you crust. have a reference here. Thin crust with a crisp. I like a good Hold margarita. Margarita za. Little magza. I got you here. I got you. Or do I have you here? Maybe I don't. It's all right. Basically, so this is all the food that I ate. That's my leftover Jeez. tray. You I are having that. a day. Those are my Stroop waffles. Boom. Oh. Those. 
Interesting. Those are, those are the mini pizzas folded over, a little pizza sandwich. Did you gain like 17 pounds during this trip? Actually, I so I planned for this. So I didn't eat about 30 hours before the flight. I was oh. starving by the time I was on the flight. I got through that. And then I basically didn't eat for the next day after that. So like th- this is how this was able to yeah. you know come full circle. But of course. that was basically my flying experience. And then um, landed in Calgary. There's a biggest snowstorm of the decade or of the century in Winnipeg, and I couldn't fly home for two more in days. April. Literally, that's awesome. Canada I've been man. in shorts in Sweden for like three months, plus ten, plus fifteen, <laughs> plus eighteen. A couple days before I left, and I come home and it's Big minus Celsius fifteen. A goddamn blizzard, goddamn snowstorm. In April, it's still snowing out. Well, it's sunny out right now, but it was just snowing this morning. It's incredible what goes on you, here. You trained for a hot dog eating competition, essentially. And if you, I would like to see how many hot dogs you can eat. Fourth of July is approaching quickly. I'll challenge you. That would be a fun video. Hey, uh, I want to talk to. The, I want to talk to the thug. Yeah, well, what's your question? Hey, do you like hot dogs or corn dogs? Yes, I like hot dogs. But I also like corn dogs because they're on a stick and you don't have to hold them because the bun is a stick. You like hot dogs and you like corn dogs because you like cocks in your mouth? God damn, it's Sully. You know the movie I'm talking about? Goon? Goon. Yes. Goon. I love I yeah. love Goon. Halifax. That's right. Halifax. <laughs> <laughs> but I will have a hot dog eating competition with you. And then we'll get some good stills. Rappaport will take some good stills of you with dogs in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It'll be perfect have for you his ever- account. Have you ever thought about that? Like the concept of burying 78 hot dogs in a 10-minute window? Like where do they yeah. go? Where do they fit? Well, to, to your stomach, I think. Obviously. But yeah, no, I have no idea how they do that. It's very weird. And they like their cheeks are always full. Like they, Good luck if you ever get in a fight with them because you're not knocking them out. Their jaw strength is insane. Can you imagine chewing like that much food? And they water it down. They have water too to yeah. get it down. Dude, they must be animals at the saltine challenge. The the cracker challenge. They probably just yeah. chew you know, it. I, I'll bet you. Fourth of July is the hot dog eating contest. Fifth of July, biggest dump taking contest. Oh yeah. Dude, that'd <laughs> just be a good the greasiest one. slider. There's nothing like the good old American hero Joey Chestnut. You know he was at the he was at the Mariners Worcester game at the beginning of the year. The American no legend. Yeah, American hero, Joey Chestnut. The guy who knocked off Kobayashi. That's just, that's someone. Did you it's, drop a ceremonial puck? Did you drop the opening face-off? I don't know. I wasn't on the team. That would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have been awesome. You know, it's like, like in terms of like sport, like legends, you have like LeBron James here, Joey Chestnut here, you know? But, uh... Yeah, that reminds me of 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 sex and at you traveling. Sorry, not sex. <laughs> you traveling home, and you're back in Canada for the first time since July or August or something. You saw your lady. Mm-hmm. I noticed there was a big weight lifted off your shoulders. Yes. You busted. You did it. <laughs> you had sex. Little, 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 little shorter than a little light. You know, Give the me the deets. Wasn't- <laughs> Give me the details. I want to know. <laughs> well, it's pretty simple. Well, five my, seconds of pleasure mind. followed by five years of therapy coming up. That's all I got for you. <laughs> like, hey, like Ed Trailmax said, we're, we're, you know, 10, 10 seconds on, 20 minutes off. That's like a shift in hockey. That's that's what we do here, man. It's if a marathon. the fourth line, yeah. <laughs> it's a sprint, not a marathon. And we are sprinters in hockey. And you came home and you sprinted 
and you got it done fast, man. You had a good shift. That's all it is. You had a good productive shift. You don't need the full well, 45 if you can get it done in five seconds. Well, listen, I'm, I'm at the apartment still. I'm home. Right? I haven't been kicked out. I actually got to go pick her up from work in about 20 minutes. So uh, things are going well. Things are well so far. We're yes. moving into a new place next week, and it's exciting. You know what? I, um, it, it makes, honest to God, makes it so much more exciting to see your family. Like I, I saw my dad for the first time. Uh, two days ago, I saw my mom. My mom picked me up from the airport because my flight's obviously changed. To see my woman, like it's just—it's so nice and so rewarding. Like, agree or disagree? Like, obviously, like I'm not playing at the highest level out there, but you go away for eight months, you work hard, you put in the time. Maybe not the result in the season that I wanted, but you know, some results. You come home, and all the sacrifice is worth it. Like, I get to see my family, and it's awesome. Am I a fan of Canada? I have my own opinion, opinions on, on the shape of Canada, but it's great to see my family, and it's just rewarding. I, I will tell a funny story about my dad. My dad hates when I tell stories about him, but I will tell a story, okay? So uh, I tell my dad, uh, come pick me up at the gym uh, Saturday afternoon after I'm done my work. Let's go for lunch. I would love to go for lunch with you. I haven't seen you in a long time, okay? I actually, uh, I don't know if I told you, I bought season three and four of Dog the Bounty Hunter on DVD. My dad loves Dog the Bounty Hunter, so we can watch some Dog the Bounty Hunter next time uh, I go over to his place. He's got he's got every DVD machine ever made, so we got That's that fire. taken care of. But uh, so my dad picks me up, and uh, we're supposed to go for lunch. Lunch usually for him and I is we go to Tim Hortons. He gets you know fruit explosion muffin or two or three. And uh, I usually get like a Coke Zero. Sometimes I got a Boston cream donut, depending on it. Not very often, but usually a Coke Zero. And that's usually how it goes. That's My dad beautiful. says to me, he's like, son, I'm not really hungry for lunch. I'm like, what do you mean you're not hungry? He's like, oh, I just went to Burger King. I had two double cheeseburgers, two double quarter pounders with cheese and a Coke Zero. And I'm like, what the hell? We're, we're going to go for lunch. And you just had two double quarter pounders. Like, on, what dad. the hell? Come on. What the hell, man? So, uh, uh. That's long sucks, story man. short. We we solved the situation. We uh, you know I we, we went to the grocery store, picked up some groceries, made dinner at home, and uh, you know I I made homemade bread, made homemade bread for a homemade tuna melt, and that took about uh, about two hours, all said and done, and uh, that killed some more time. My dad got hungry again, polished off the tuna melt and salad, and sent him home on his merry way. That's beautiful. That's a that's a good wholesome family moment right there. Mm-hmm. Little Travis. The four Oilers, <laughs> Mr. Four Oilers, a nice wholesome Mr. Five. Mr. Five Oilers. <laughs> or six, because he's got, uh, oh. my dad's got three kids. Oh, and you're number four. No, four I'm, I'm, the, I'm the second child. Oh. Damn it. Well, first child for my dad's second marriage. Uh, second child all day between first and second marriage. Gotcha. Maybe we shouldn't gotcha. talk about that. I don't know. Anyway. Anywho. Um, anywho. Anywho, anyway. I have a current event. Yes. A guy named Ben Myers scored Ooh, his first gonna, NHL goal. We're gonna finish goal. with this. Yeah, we could finish, finish with, with this. this. Ben Myers, carry on. Here we go. Yeah, fi- um, Benny Myers. He he ripped a he ripped his first NHL goal, and my friend brought it to my attention. He said, "Damn, can't believe he decommitted from Maine." And um, he did. He was once committed to Maine, and I uh, I I room I ho- I housed him. I hosted him on his recruiting trip. It was my freshman year, and I don't know if I've told this. I may have told this story on the pod before. I'm not sure if I have, but essentially, this kid Ben Myers, whatever you know, he's he has he was not committed at the time. He was supposed to be pretty good. Well, what year and, would this be? Would this be 2018, 2019? No, no, no. This is 2016, 17. 
Okay, well, wow. okay. Yeah, my freshman year. So we host them, but my girlfriend of the time, my ex now, you know, let's not bring up past, past. lover, previous lover, past someone I used to make love to, and now I don't anymore. She, she, she didn't was, want it and you moved on. <laughs> <laughs> she was, uh, you know, we, we found other lovers and we, we went our separate, you know, separate ways, so different, different paths, direct, yep. you know, literally. Anyways, she was in town and so I was out with her doing whatever with her and the night was going on and my roommate, Jake Paps, Jake Papalardo, shout out to him. Hope you're doing well. He took him under the wing for the night and brought him out to the parties, whatever, showed him a good time. Maine's a fun time. Uh, you Maine actually. It's uh, there's some good house parties and whatnot. So we have fun up there. Um, and I whatever happened the night I went home earlier. I think with my you know my then my then lover, and th- in the morning, I got back that night. No one, Jake wasn't there. The kid wasn't there. I'm like, oh, I have no idea where where Ben is, like, or Jake. And at like eight in the morning, I'm kind of like half asleep, you know. And uh, I hear like a like other ever so slight like, you know, little like like on the door like it could just be the wind, you know. So I'm like, what's that? Oh, I don't know. They didn't. It was just the one, so nothing happened again. I'm like, oh, all right, we're good. Go back to sleep. I go back to sleep, probably like another hour. It's like nine, and I kind of like wake up for a second. I hear the same little like. I'm like, is someone knocking? And then I'm like, and then it didn't happen. I'm like, fuck, I'll check. I'll check. I go down and open the door. It's, it's Ben Myers. Just, 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 yeah, he'd been sitting out there. I don't know like where the night went or how he got back here. Like, you know, but he somehow made it back to my room and I'm like, oh, hey dude, like Ben. Cause I didn't really know like who he was. I just knew his name was Ben. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, come in. Sorry. Make yourself at home. I, I didn't realize you were knocking. Sorry. I'm, I'm up here like with my, with my girlfriend and he just stared at me, didn't say anything. And I'm like, yeah, you can, you can join us if you want, if you're bored, you know, as I'm going up to bed. That would be unreal. With my girlfriend. And I was, you know, just making a joke, right? And he just stared at me. Didn't like the joke. Just, just looked at me, didn't speak to me. I was like, wasn't right. interested in the three-way with you and your missus? So, yeah. So I just literally like turned, rolled back into the covers and he sat in the room and waited. Like it's, at some point he left. Yeah. You know, and that was it. That was the only time I ever communicated communicated to him during that time. And it was that. And I made it awkward. Is that why he went on to decommit? Maybe. Probably. Maybe, maybe Probably he went why he to, didn't play you, man. Maybe went, after he committed, he thought back. and was like, you know what? That that weird kid was trying to make me have a have a three-way. You know, I'm not into that shit. And then, he, and then he went on to Denver and did big things. And now he's in the NHL. So, uh, yeah. What could have been? Um, you know, uh, yeah, Eastern Semi-Pro, right? Eastern Semi-Pro? But Yeah, just just before we move on topics, so, uh, why he did actually decommit is that Maine pushed him out a year. How about that? So he was he wanted to come in. He was, I think he's a 98 birth, not positive. He wanted to come in the following year, and they pushed him out. So, like, two more years, whatever it was. And he said that, and, you know... <laughs> <laughs> and went to Denver and lit it up. Dude, it lit it up. And so it's like that happens. Sometimes like people make like mistakes and then they go on and you'll see a guy like him go on now he's in the NHL, scored his first goal. So snaps for him. Good for him. Proud of you, Ben. I'm picturing you know the the Monics. You know Monics? I forget the names. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, I do. 
Yeah. Yes. So Ed Monix, he, he's over at his old ex old lady's house. They're doing the they're doing the business, and then Kyle's just sitting in the corner. And he's like, "Kyle, what are you doing?" He's like, "Nothing, man. I'm just watching." <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. Ben well, Meyer. It was. Right there, it was yeah. No. I, yeah. Something like that. Hey, yeah. D- but every time I, I just think of that painfully awkward moment that I had with him. Like every time I see him that he was doing well in college, that he's just scored his initial goal. Immediately. I think of the awkward moment I had with him and I made him uncomfortable when he was probably nervous on his recruiting trip and uncomfortable. Cause he didn't know me. And I'm just like, Hey, hop in the bed with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this is what they do at you mean. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, he didn't like it. He didn't want it. He didn't want to join me. You know, well, his loss, uh, Ben Meyer, Mr. Meyer, maybe we can use this as an opportunity to get you in the podcast. We would love to have you yeah. and apologize for Pat's inappropriate actions on behalf of me. Please come on the podcast. We need you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all we can, uh, that's all we can do. I feel, I feel shocked. Breaking news, Travis, live on the podcast. We just, we just got this in. Trav, break it to us. Yeah. Right over the wire. So, um, Dryden McKay, goalie, uh, Hobie Baker winner, goalie for Minnesota Mankato State. Dryden McKay accepts a six-month sanction for an anti-doping violation. So he got pinched for drug, uh, using some form of drugs or PA or performance-enhancing drugs. And he's got, he got pinched for six months. Uh, he made a yeah. statement. He said, I would like to officially respond to the press release regarding the USDA's announcement of my six-month sanction. In early January, the NHL made the decision not to send its players to the Olympics. Shortly after, Team USA announced a roster of college and non-NHL players, but it was announced that a group of four players, including myself, were alternates. From then on, we prepared as though I was going to Beijing, even though I knew I would only make the trip if another goalie tested positive for the flu uh, or was injured. Part of the process included being drug-tested by the USDA, and declaring all supplements on January 23rd. On February 1st, much to my surprise, I was notified that my urine sample was contaminated with uh, minute, I'm assuming he meant minute levels of uh, a, tr- a trillionth of a gram of a substance I had never heard of before called Osterine. The level was examined to me by my attorney and as so small as comparable as a one grain of salt in a swimming pool, therefore providing no performance enhancing benefit to me whatsoever. And the source was all natural, uh, contaminated NSF vitamin D3. Then he goes on. This is a long thing, but yeah. So basically Dryden McKay pinched done for six months. In in vitamin D3, a supplement? I I guess. I don't know. I'm just reading the the breaking news here. Damn. I wonder, do you think that's going to affect him getting an NHL deal? Because he wins the Hobie Baker. He's done four years in Mankato State. You think someone's going to sign him? Because he's a short guy too, by the way. Uh, you know, our whole short goalie discussion, he's 5'11", not 6 feet, uh, and pinched for, for using drugs. So he's done for six months. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know how this will affect him. This is like, that's what, like John Jones, a, a piece of like salt in a swimming, Olympic-sized swimming pool. That's what John Jones said. But then mm-hmm. it was like in his system for like four years. I don't know. What's that's kind of concerning if it was in a vitamin D supplement. Wouldn't you say? I'm so? Curious. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious if it, if the company that makes the product he was taking is going to be at fault, or if it's him. Because again, I'm thinking. You know, we're talking about John Jones. Same thing, getting pinched for uh, a champion holds the belt for. I think he holds actually the longest title defense in UFC history. But now we're talking about. Uh, you know, four-year vet, graduated NCAA college goalie who was a Hobie Baker Award winner, short guy, not six feet, 5'11", shorter guy. So he's already trying to, you know, play against the odds that say that he's not supposed to make it, and now he's pinched for performance-enhancing drugs. 
I'm curious. It looks I, bad from like an outside perspective. It's a very bad look. Perspective. Do you think this is the classic like, what? There's what? There's what in my system? Uh, well, okay. Like, kind of thing. What's he, what's he going to say? Like, you know what? <laughs> actually, now that you guys mentioned it, you're right. I was taking that. Thanks for actually reminding me. I should probably come forward and confess to that. <laughs> Guy just has an Osterine plug. <laughs> I, can, I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what it does. Make sure you use the promo code Dryden McKay twenty for twenty percent off. <laughs> <laughs> off Osterine. <laughs> He's like, "What? That's crazy." There is what? Did we get system? him on the podcast after this? Use my code. <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about it. We could try, but uh, I'll shoot my shot. I shoot my shot all the time, guys. What's your take? You believe him? No. 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 It's tough. It's tough, right? It's because then it's like, you don't want to be that guy who doubts him and then like, oh shit, like then you're taking a vitamin D supplement pop. But it's like, at the same time, if I don't know. It's weird. If it's NSF certified, it's like, sketchy. Sketchy. Leave so. a comment down below. Let us know. Dryden McKay, guilty or innocent? This isn't the court of law. This is the court of public opinion. And we would like to know yeah. your two cents on the video version or uh, the audio version too. If you're uh, driving the car, hammer the brake, pull over and uh, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Safely, of yeah. Safely, and don't do, text and drive do, and all that stuff. Do let us know. And uh, if you want, please uh, support us. So this podcast stays afloat. Pick up some manscape body wash. The stuff's actually really nice. It's a great big can. It's quite nice. You don't stink. The deodorant. Everybody needs deodorant. And also, too, like if, Good if you need to shave your legs or something, you know, get a get a lawnmower. And uh, we got a nice little promo code: twenty percent off. Promo code: biscuit free shipping. Thank you as always. And me and Patrick Shea. We'll see you next week on Sunday for episode fifty-seven of Slinging Your Biscuits. Good night. See you guys.